Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast. Now, please welcome, all the way from the front living room, your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Now we do have a little change from the norm, because I'm currently stuck on the island of Jersey, thanks to the UK not knowing how to deal with snow. We're officially the laughing stock of Northern Europe. So stepping into the breaches and assisting my beautiful Bella, please put your hands together for Bryce. Hi everybody. Yep, my husband is away and it's so quiet yeah, in the house. It is quieter without him, but hey, she gets to deal with me now. I'm making my debut today. <laughs> yes, yes he is. My 15 year old son. 15. 15. Ah, he's 15. No, no, no. I knew that. Yeah, I knew did that. you know that? Yeah, I, I knew hope it. so. I remember the day, trust me. Mm-hmm. So the show today is going to be on the tarot cards. I got my first deck, what, about five years ago, Probably I think? about five, maybe four, something like that. And there is a myth that says that the first pack of tarot cards that you ever get should be given to you as a gift. You shouldn't buy them yourself. Uh, that's you, you silly. You disregarded that, didn't you? Well, no. Bad luck. No, no, oh, because oh. I asked for them for Christmas. Oh, so, and Santa gave them to you, did he? Santa Shelley, yeah. Ah, I see. So, that is a myth, I promise. So, Shelley got them for me, Santa Shelley. I don't even know why, specifically. One night I was just kind of, Yeah, you, I think you, know, you mentioned it to him a few times. See, what happened was my mom, her best friend had a deck of tarot cards when I was little and right, yeah. And her kids and me, we would always be standing there and she'd be putting the cards out. But they were so cool, right? Because they had all neat pictures on them and they were really <laughs> bright. And of course, you could watch on TV and there would be all these like shows and they would depict the tarot card as being really spooky yeah, and magical. ominous. And I think Hollywood is the ones who actually made the devil card Mm. seem so horrible. Yeah. So back to what I was saying, we would look at the cards and they'd be all bright. Yeah. And no doubt when we were there, we'd see the devil and the hanged man. Oh, lovely. Who were, oh, death. Oh, fun. Right, you know, so we would see all these. Yay, family-friendly entertainment. (laughs) Death. (laughs) So we'd see all these really cool-looking cards. By the way, I really, really, truly believe that the death card has gotten a seriously bad rap. On from cool cards, death is pretty cool. Well, yeah. Unless I mean, it is the one. Yes, exactly. I mean, it is the one that people go, oh my gosh. But really, the death card doesn't have to be so bad. It can also mean the end of a cycle. Right. So it can sort of represent death and rebirth instead of just death it could be a death but it but doesn't have to be so like if you were a druggie yay and you got there because maybe the devil card oh <laughs> there, there he is so you're a druggie and then one day you just go all right i'm done with this mm. and you stop you get the help whatever it is and then you lead this really awesome clean life, life. yeah that can't happen without unless death Exactly. Right. So let's go jump on the way back machine. Again. And talk about the story of my mom and her friend and why it popped into my head to ask for tarot cards. Right. The pictures were really cool, but eventually they lost interest and or we lost interest. Somebody lost interest. And she put the cards away. We never saw them again. 
The only thing I could remember years and years later, not that many years later. No, of course <laughs> Was what the back of the cards looked like. So jump forward now in the way back machine. So the way forward machine. Yes. Like I said, I remembered what the back of the cards looked like. Yeah. So for whatever reason, it pops into my head. I'd really like to get some tarot cards. Yeah. And it was close to Christmas, so I made my you little... Santa Shelley. Yeah, I made my little list. And he got me the tarot cards and the Tarot for Dummies book. Oh, how nice. I know, right? So there I am on Christmas Day. Open the box and... It is the tarot cards. The same ones. With the, well, not the same ones. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, but same brand. Yeah, same exact deck. Well, not the exact same deck. Uh-huh. All the comedians are out of work, and you're trying to be funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And failing. Yep. Miserably. So are you. Horribly. Yep. <laughs> so, of course, I was all excited, and... Yeah. Probably for about two weeks, I shuffled and shuffled and shuffled, which is really weird. I mean, we watching TV and shuffling and shuffling yeah. and shuffling. And I learned a little bit and thought it was cool. And then they went into a drawer and I started to look into runes. Yeah. I, I really thought the runes were cool, but for whatever reason, the tarot god. The runes guided you back to the tarot. Yeah. Something like that. Who was he? Who was the big wig in the... Odin. Odin. Odin said, no, you are not a rune child. You are not worthy. <laughs> yes. You have to go play with the tarot cards. Yeah. So I got them back out. All good. And then back in the drawer they go. Working a lot. Yeah. Taking Busy care of all you. the time. Oh, yeah. It's always me. Well, you have got to be one of the laziest freaking people in the whole world. I might You're be. like a shoe. With no foot in it. It just... I don't even know why you have shoes. You pick up my shoes, so they do move. You can't say I don't move, because you make me move. Well, that's even worse. All you're doing is supporting the fact that you're lazy. I never said I wasn't, did okay. I? Okay. So they come back out of the drawer, and this time it really kind of stuck. I took a course online. Yeah. You know, I read a bunch of articles. Yeah. Got a couple more books. Several. Then I started to do readings for myself. And then sometimes I would do them for the ghost that lives in our house. Yes, there is a ghost that lives in our house. Yes, as there is. They've probably already told you. Then I started to pick on Shelly. He was my guinea pig for a little while. Yeah. So then I started to do them for friends. Yeah. And then I started tentatively to do them for people that I don't know. Yeah. But there was one person that I could just never get to experiment on. And who do you think that might be? It's me, isn't it? Well, it ain't the man behind you. Who's he? <laughs> Our ghost. <laughs> That's right, it's you. So tonight, You're I'm going to, to do a reading. <laughs> oh, I could do so many experiments. You're lucky it's just a card. I mean, they used to experiment with lobotomies. You're going to perform botany on me? Botany. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> okay, well, we somehow got off on a really long and convoluted tangent. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the sort of interesting little things that I learned along the way. So first thing is, did you know that you're not supposed to let anybody else handle your cards? No, I didn't know that. Somehow or another, your psychic energy gets into this deck and... The more you use your deck, the more you become familiar with it, but also the more... It becomes familiar with you. 
Exactly. Right. Now, listen, I love tarot. I truly, truly do. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to let a client cut the deck. I suppose what it is is that you shouldn't let anybody use your cards to do a reading. Another thing is that you should have a special cloth or a pouch, something that you keep your cards in. Right. So you're really supposed to take care of them. Yeah, like a little baby. Another thing is that you should always cleanse your deck. And no, before you ask, that doesn't mean you got to wash it in the wash it in the bathtub. I or... wasn't gonna ask. No, okay. And by the way, mom, you sound like Max Headroom. Aha! Uh-huh, funny. <laughs> I didn't think you were old enough to know anything about Max Headroom. We did watch the Back to the Future movies. It was on one of the televisions in that. Oh yeah. Ah. Wow! I wish I had your memory sometimes. But you should shuffle them or... Mess them around a bit to reset them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, basically between... Readings. Say if you're doing a reading for one person, when you finish that reading, you should shuffle them. And some people call it washing, where they'll put it on the table and they'll just... Mess them around. Yeah. Bring it around town. SpongeBob! Yeah. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Absorbent and yellow and porous is he. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> and then you put them away, and then when you do another reading, you shuffle them again. Right. And then you go with so the next client. So every time they're fresh. Exactly. And there is one other very important rule, which is that you should respect the tarot. I don't know. I guess if you respect it, it'll respect you. And don't disrespect the tarot. Yeah. Before we jump back in, I just wanted to let people know that I'm going to give away five free tarot readings by email. All you have to do is email weirdwackywonderful at outlook.com with your question. And then I'll pick five random emails. We'll just put them on pieces of paper, throw them into a hat and see what we get. And I will send you your reading. I can't promise that it's going to be done within two or three days. It's going to take me a while because work, food, sleep. But I'll do the best I can. So, weirdwackywonderful at outlook.com. Please send me some questions. Thank you. Now it's time for your history lesson. With Professor Bryce, of course. (laughs) The tarot is likely the most popular tool used for divination, which is attempting to see the future through supernatural or otherwise magical or mysterious means, while perhaps being more complicated than other methods, such as pendulums or tea leaves, for example, its popularity hasn't waned over time. Tarot decks of many varieties can be purchased with specific themes, things such as Game of Thrones... Game of Thrones! Yeah, even Game of Thrones. It releases on March 20th. Oh, I gotta get that deck. (laughs) Zombies... Angels, animals, mermaids and dolphins, even. Aren't mermaids and dolphins animals? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Well, dolphins. Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) And many more. There's probably a deck for nearly anything you can think of. I ought to do that. I should just right now give you a type and just go see if you can find it. Let's do it. Ready? Right. I want you to look and see if you can find a tarot deck that has to do with frogs. Frogs. Okay, I've just tried to look that up, and as it turns out, there isn't a frog tarot card deck. Whoopsie! But there is a book on Amazon called Pastries, Frogs, and Tarot Cards, so I mean, I don't know what it's about, but hey, you should check it out. Yeah, that's almost as weird as seeing a tarot deck with frogs. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Well, 
that blew up in her face. Yeah, didn't really work <laughs> as intended, did it? No. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> the original purpose of tarot was as a card game in France and Italy. This changed, however, during the 16th and 17th centuries when they became used for divination. Not entirely sure how, but somebody just thought of it just, hey, maybe we should <laughs> use them for that. Although this was a simpler form than that practiced today. In the 18th century, though, meaning started to become ascribed to each of the cards for divinatory purposes. In 1781, Antoine Court de Gebelin, that's my best attempt at French, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, <laughs> a Freemason and former Protestant minister from France, there it is, published a more complicated analysis of tarot. He believed that the symbolism on the cards actually drew from Egyptian priests and their beliefs. Right, okay. This knowledge spread from Egypt to Rome, apparently, then to the Catholic Church, who wished to keep these secrets for themselves. There's no historical basis for these claims, but it did not stop its popularization, as cards were produced with artwork drawing on this analysis, and they became all the rage with European nobility. In 1791, Jean-Baptiste Alliette, an occultist from France, released a tarot deck created specifically for the purposes of divination, rather than the card games they were originally intended for, which was the first of its kind. With these cards, he wrote a book explaining how they could be used. By the end of the Victorian era, occult interest had expanded, and nobler wealthy families often indulged in practices such as seances, palm readings, tea leaves, and of course, tarot. You know what? They're talking about tea leaves, right? Yeah. This country is probably the best part of the world. For tea. Not just for tea, but mm. for tea leaf readings. Because they're everywhere. I know. It should, Absolutely everywhere. Yeah, it should be way more popular than what we see. Yeah. They put the tea in the cup, and they have to boil the cow. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, offending several people, don't mind us. <laughs> it's not a problem, because I usually offend... Everyone. <laughs> have to offend somebody somewhere every time we do a podcast. But I do love y'all. It isn't personal. No, no, it's not personal. She just doesn't like any of you. <laughs> yeah. Arthur Waite was a British occultist and member of the Order of the Golden Dawn, an organization dedicated to studying the occult. Waite created the Rider Waite Tarot Deck with fellow Golden Dawn member Pamela Coleman Smith, an artist, and published it in 1909. Do you know what? She, Pamela Coleman Smith, Yeah. she didn't get anything for the drawings and the pictures no i mean she, didn't, she did got she? no she pretty much got a pittance compared mm. to how much he got for it i, I wonder imagine. who the heck gets all the royalties. proceeds and royalties yeah. now when a deck gets sold i don't I, know how that works yeah anyway mm. continue this deck remains one of the most commonly used even today but it is sometimes now referred to as the Waite smith deck to acknowledge the artist who made it all possible there you go Many modern tarot decks follow the standard that Rider Waite, or Waite Smith, set. Despite the nearly limitless variety in artwork, the format remains the same. Tarot is also no longer exclusive to the upper class. Anyone may indulge their curiosity. Yeah, no doubt, because we are not upper class. <laughs> no. <laughs> so is it my turn again? Yep. All right. This is how tarot works. Right. Tarot decks consist of 78 cards, 22 of which are major arcana. And that's big secret in Latin. Ooh, it's a big secret. I know. And 56 minor arcana, Latin for little secrets. Oh, that one's boring. So we got big secret. And little secret. And little secret. 
Secret senior and secret junior. (laughs) The major arcana represent a person's travels throughout their lives and events that are significant in shaping the future. And it's really interesting because they actually do show a progression. Yeah. The first one, the fool, is the beginning of the story. Right. And then boom, 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 and you get to the last one. Okay. And, And now it's told a life story. Right. Well, I know so far I started out as the fool. (laughs) <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting you to, but I figured I may as well say it myself. Get it out of the way, huh? Yeah. Right, okay. The minor arcana are organized into four suits, those being wands, coins, cups, and swords, with 14 cards in each of these. These are the numbers 1 through 10, and then the page, the knight, the king, and the queen. Correct me if I'm wrong, but coins is usually pentacles, isn't it? Well, it can be, yeah. Right. In the Rider Waite deck, it is. They're pentacles. Okay. So each of the cards mean something different, and it is all about progression, really, from the beginning to the end. So I can give you some keywords that are associated with the major arcana. So the Fool is somebody that's young and inexperienced, like you. Yeah. Then the magician, and that is sort of tells what sort of talents people have. The high priestess, she's really smart and serene. She's intuitive. The empress, she's like the mom. She's all about fertility and desire. I love that card. That's my favorite card. (laughs) The emperor... He stands for authority and power. He is the emperor, after all. Exactly. Then you have the Hierophant. Now, he is about knowledge and experience. And this is really sort of interesting to me, just a little side Mm. note about the Hierophant. You know how we mentioned that in history... The Catholic Church. The Catholic Church, they didn't have or want anything to do with the cards. And yet, the Hierophant looks so papial. Look at him. He does look like the Pope, doesn't he? He has crosses going down his little scarf or whatever that is. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. But, so I find that funny. And then, the Judgment card Mm. has an angel in it. Oh, of course. You know. And there's the devil. Yeah, so it's just weird that as much as the church... Didn't want anything to do with it. It's so influenced by it. Yeah. Next is the lovers, and that's all about bonding and unions. The chariot, which is victory over tribulation, Mm. which is difficulty. Strength is all about self discipline. The hermit is introspective and reflective. That's kind of a neat card, too. Wheel of fortune. And that means a turning point in the journey. Justice is about objectivity and analysis. The hanged man is all about a state of surrender or passivity. I mean, yeah, you're going to be pretty passive when you're literally hanging by your neck dead. But he's not. He's hanging by his foot. Oh, by his ankle. By his, by his ankle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I he's thought, upside I thought, down. And- you know, when you think of hanging a person, you think they're technically dead. And to be honest, he probably will be because all the blood's going to his head right now. <laughs> well, he may not be dead, but a diabetic. Yeah, pretty bad one. The death card. I think those which, two go hand in hand. <laughs> which is about an ending or something finishing or change that's coming. 
not necessarily death. Temperance is about harmony and balance. I like that card as well. That's pretty mm. neat. The devil is about anger or self-captivity. The devil's in the details. Mm. Devil's in a possessed person too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and in hell. <laughs> Except in Lucifer. True. Then he's awesome in Los Angeles. Show. Yeah. Awesome show. I can't wait for that to start up again. Yeah. Next is the tower, and that is about chaos or difficulties. And let me tell you, that is one card. There is no denying that that is full of oh shit. <laughs> the star, and that is peace and tranquility. The moon, which is doubt and confusion. And it can also relate to your imagination. The sun, radiant and positive influences. That's a good one. That's a good card, too. It's really yeah. neat looking. Very When you look at it, you just go, oh, that's so happy it's, it's looking. It's probably the best one to get as well. <laughs> Judgment is about acceptance of past mistakes. I don't make mistakes. Except when you do. Those are mistakes. <laughs> and the world. That is the last one. Mm. And that's about accomplishment. So there you go. That's just, just, I mean, there's so much more involved. It's just a basic explanation of each one. Yeah. And there's all of the pip cards, which are the, the numbered the cards. The numbers. And that, each of those has a different meaning. And they can change or influence depending on where the cards are. What and depending on to. who the person reading them is. Ah, uh, very true. Good point. And going on from that, here are some examples of questions that you can ask the tarot. What do I need to focus on right now? What talent do I have that I need to use more? What do I need to know about a situation with a family member? What do I need to know about my love life? What do I need to know about my career? Where will I be in 10 years' time? What skills should I develop to make more money? That's the important one. What can I do to attract the right partner for me? That's important. What obstacles do I need to look out for? And how can I reduce my stress levels? There are obviously loads of questions that you can ask, but those are just a few examples. examples. All right, I'm ready for my reading now. Really? I think so. Brave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've got my cards. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to shuffle the cards and then I'm going to let you cut them. What you need to do while I'm shuffling here is try to think of a question... Just any question that I know will be appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me yet. We're just going to give them a good old shuffle here. Yeah. You're going to wash the cards. Well, I've already done that. Oh, but we're doing it again, you see. Yeah, okay. Oops. <laughs> that would have been some... That would have been one hell of a spread. Yes, exactly. Now y'all can't see, but I almost just dropped all the cards on the floor. So what I need for you to do is just cut is, the cards. Yeah. So you want to pick up, you're going to make three piles right. out of the cards. Yeah, and you can just put one there, one there, and one there. Right. Do they need to be equal at all? Doesn't just... make a difference. Okay. So then I'm going to pick up the middle pile. Right. Then I'm going to pick that one up and I'm going to pick that one up. So okay. now they're definitely all shuffled around in a random order. Okay. So, have you thought of a question? Yes. Where will I be in five years' time? So, we have the King of Wands, the Eight of Pentacles, the Four of Pentacles. Mm -hmm. I like pentacles, apparently. Mm, I like pentacles, too, but I don't need a card to tell me that. And the Six of Wands. So, wands and pentacles. 
This is going to be sort of a quicker one. Yeah. All right. Less in-depth than most people would get. Well, I can see that the Eight of Pentacles tells me that you are somebody who works hard at whatever you're trying to do. And you know that the more you repeat something, the better the quality gets. Like with my Welsh assessments. Yeah. So I can see that you are a hard worker, not maybe physically, but but you are a hard worker. And the other thing about this card is that it tells me that you like to spend money. I do it well. This is a little indication to you that you should probably try to save some money. And just as a side note, we haven't really talked too much about this card yet, but the Four of Pentacles shows that you eventually do want to hold on to your money. So somewhere along the way... You do learn you shouldn't spend all your money. I see what you're doing here. (laughs) Well, I think that you need to be consistent. And I know that you're doing your GCSEs and you have your A-levels coming up. And and I know that you generally do well. But the thing that you need to remember in this card is trying to tell you that is that you have to just keep going. Keep going. Keep doing things until you totally get the hang of them. I play a lot of video games, so I think I've got that one down. Yeah. Then we have the King of Wands. Now, this person could either be you or it could be someone near you, around you, somebody that you already know. This is going to be a person who has really very strong convictions. The person is going to be like, that's what it is. It's not that. You need to do this because it's the thing you should do, not that because it's bad. So it's not me because I'm a wimp. (laughs) well (laughs) no i wouldn't say you're a wimp you're just i'm a pushover you're sensitive yes okay in any event is there anybody that you can think of that you think may have sort of a personality like that that may be around you that would kind of guide me and steer me in the right direction i'd say that's probably shelly then all right i can see how you got there i'm down with that because he's very unmoving once he's made his mind up Yeah, you've learned that, have you? Yeah. (laughs) He would be somebody who is quite innovative and tries to come up with new ideas and new plans and ways to get things done. I'd agree with that, actually, very much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go, then. Mm. Number three. We have the Four of Pentacles. Now, this one says to me that you need to make sure... That whatever money you do get, you're not stingy with. If you look at the picture, look at him. He's yep. hugging his money and he's stepping on it so nobody else can get to it. He does he's got not... it on his head, so he's got his uh, mind on his money. Good eye. Yeah, good eye. He he does not want anyone to take his stuff. I don't like it when people take my things, but I also don't mind spending my money either. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Don't forget. This so I have to achieve a good balance, essentially. A good balance in your bank account, right? Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) So the other thing that you need to know is that sometimes things change. And this point, you'll be about 20. It's a very confusing sort of time period. Yeah. You might know what you want to do. You might not. That's okay. But sometimes you have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do to get to your goal. My life is like that already. (laughs) I go to school almost every day. The past two days I haven't because 
Snow. Snow. You still do have to listen sometimes to other people. They're going to, because maybe you're like, oh, I don't want to go to uni and I'm bored and it's, why do I have to do this? And and then, you know, you are going to have people, possibly, that might be where this, the King King of Wands Wands comes in and says, wait a minute. It's making sense. A portrait is being painted. Exactly. So listening sometimes to people who've already been there and done that. It isn't my strong suit, but I'll work on it. Thank you, the tarot. <laughs> the other card that we have is the Six of Wands. Now, this guy, he He's got six looks, wands. <laughs> he looks like he is the bee's knees. The bee's knees? Let's what else him. could we say? The dog's bollocks? He is <laughs> he, proud. He looks like the Six of Wands to me. <laughs> He is proud. Look at him. He's up on that horse and he's looking around. Uh, on his high horse. And, then, and there's people and it's almost like. Oh, I wish like, I could be him. He's got six wands. <laughs> I've only got one. Take that any way you will. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> but if you notice, there are people in the background and, and it's like almost a parade. I mean, yeah. he is. All the attention is on him. He is really, really the stuff. So that's me, is it? I hope. Who knows, you could... I could be the horse. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. This card speaks to me a lot. Like I said, he looks really happy. He looks successful. He looks like he's got what... He wants. He wants, and plus he's got fans. And he's got a horse. And can afford to pay for the food for that damn thing. Okay. People, though, look up to him. Of course. And so I think that if you work really hard, you know, repetition, 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 that's how you learn. And if the first time it doesn't look so good, then you do it again. Maybe it's a little better. And that's why I'm resetting my math GCSE for the third time. Well, that's all right, too. You're going to have a lot of pride in your work and what you've accomplished. But you want to remember not to be arrogant. You have to try to be humble. That's something I struggle with, too. Yeah, maybe just a bit. Everybody that becomes successful... People either love that person. Or they really don't like that person. Or they don't. For instance, sorry y'all, we're American, gotta go here. President of the United States. Donald Trump is, okay, now by all accounts, he's not necessarily somebody that I would like. And What what are you talking about? He's fantastic. (laughs) But my point is, even though he's had these bankruptcies and all that, right? He is and was... A successful, I mean, you don't get that kind of money for Doing nothing. nothing. Except, right? except the small loan of a million dollars. But you have to remember, is that the type of person that you want to be when you achieve the things that you want? Or do you want to be the person that says, okay, listen, this is how I did it. Do you remember when they were giving out the awards in school yeah. and the man that gave a speech, I can't remember his name. But he talked Derry about... Llewellyn Davis, I think was his name. He talked about how he sort of got to where he is. Yes. And he said some really good things, I think. And it, he, was, it was quite inspirational. That's what you want. You want to be someone who is proud, and you could tell he was proud. Very. Which... Did, did you see his suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that you do have within you... The ability. And the potential. And the potential to become this person here who is successful with six wands. And many, many pentacles. The other thing is that your king of wands card 
when we're going back to the person that... Who guided me. Who could guide you and who has a really strong, this is what's going to happen. You have to be able to ask sometimes if you need help because you may not see the way to do something. I may not see the way to do something. You could ask me and I'd be like, give me some tarot cards and we'll see. Yeah. But if you really want advice from somebody that has been through a lot of different things, had his own charity, he built up businesses, that's somebody who can say to you, look, I'm not preaching. I'm just trying to tell you how I did it. And this is what I tried, but it didn't work. So in five years time, I think that you might be successful. You may still be working at it. You may still be putting out those grades and going to that college or that university, sorry, that university. And you may be plugging along and thinking, oh my God, how much more of this do I have to do? Or I could have six wands. (laughs) You do have to realize that that is the type of person that can be successful. Yep. So that's an example of the kind of readings that you can get when you use the tarot. Usually I would go more in depth, but We just wanted to provide you with an example. So thank you, Bryce, for being my guinea pig. Of course. Yes, awesome. So don't forget, everybody, I'm doing the five free readings. Please send me your questions. At weirdwackywonderful at outlook.com. But anyway, guys, I hope I haven't been too bad of a replacement for Shelly this week. Hey, Bryce, got a joke for you. Oh? What is a tarot reader's favorite food? I don't know. What is it? Tarot cake. (laughs) (laughs) Are we just about done now? Almost, but not quite. All right, okay. Before we go, I promised Bryce that I would say Burger King foot lettuce. Those of you who that joke is directed to will understand. I don't know what Burger King foot lettuce is, but whatever. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye, Bye, guys.